Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of webradio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine, also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Tonight's show... A Pinch of Ginger is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time online radio. Now, let's get ready for your hosts, Dr. Ginger and Dr. Martin, coming up next. Good evening. It's yours truly, Dr. Ginger, musically known as Ginger on Sax. And one more time, guess what? I'm excited to be here. Uh, we're gonna our, our topic this evening is gonna be prayer is meant to be answered. And so I think, having said that, that maybe um we need to open with open with some prayer this evening. I, I, I hope that works for everybody. I know we at the end of the day, and we probably all have been through some things today, and our bodies might be tired, and our minds might be tired, and we got to keep it moving because when we get home, it's time for that second that second shift, I call it, to start. And so we got to do second shift. The first shift is the reason we do. Second shift is the reason we do first shift, okay? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another day. God, we thank you for letting us see the birds in the air. God, we thank you for letting us see them drink the water out of the ponds. And, God, we just we thank you for the squirrels and the and, and and just listening to the birds sing, God, and just hearing the all the creatures in, in their atmosphere, God. God, we just want to thank you for sparing us again from hurt, harm, and danger. God, we just want to thank you for just letting us breathe the air that you breathe into our nostrils each and every day. Father God, we ask that you go to those that are in need, God. I, I keep seeing the people in Puerto Rico that have just been kind of left abandoned, God. We ask that you would not only get them what they need, but, God, that you would restore everything back to them a hundredfold because that's what your word says. And so, God, we're asking that you would go to that population of people right now, God, immediately and rescue them from their their their, their hour of devastation, Father God, and the people in California with the fires and, and God, just all of the mental health things that we're seeing on the television and, and just in our communities and in our homes, God. God, don't let any of us feel helpless in a situation, but God, us, lead us, direct us in the how to fix whatever the situation is. Give us the wisdom, give us the mindset, and give us the courage, God. Give us the courage to step in when we need to step in to, to help out our people, and your people, God, and we're all your people. So, God, as I go about the business of this broadcast this season, I ask that you would put some words in my mouth that would would bring people closer to you, God. Those that may not quite have a relationship with you, we're going to ask that this evening that they find a connection, not to me, God, but to you. And so, Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you for the broadcast, Father God. Thank you for 50 Plus the Second Half Magazine for providing us with this platform, God. God, I want you to bless them. I want everything that they touch to turn into something positive. We always say let it turn into gold, but God, gold isn't even good enough. We want you to show through everything that they do, continue to show through everything they do. And so, Father, we just say thank you. 
We love you. We adore you. We need you for these things we pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And let the church say amen. So, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm real excited about things that are happening and <clears throat> that are happening in, in, um, in my little corner of the world. I thank God for allowing me to be able to minister his word through word and through song. And, <clears throat> and we've had uh, quite a whirlwind of things happen here lately, and, and I'm just um, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. And I want to thank so many of you all that take the time out to come to our events to support us. I, I just don't want to thank you for your words of encouragement. I want to thank you for your prayers. And, um, you know, just, just keep the emails, the text messages, because this show is for you. So when you, you email us, text us, or, or stop us on the street and talk to us about the show and, and how it's helped you and give us ideas for the show, don't think that we don't think about those ideas, and some of them we even incorporate. And so we just want to thank you so much for um, just just for your love and support. Um, and so, you know, I just had an event this past weekend. Uh, Dr. Pastor Mondreas Jacobs, that service was so far off the chain, I can't even begin to explain it to you. That, that service was an experience. Let me put it to you like that. And I, I just want to shout out and thank her for allow me to participate in the service and to minister in song. It truly, um, it blessed me. It blessed me. I, I go to be a blessing, but I got blessed in that process. And so I just want to thank Pastor Jacobs. Um, and I, I want to thank her for her unique ministry. I want to thank her for letting God just use her the way that he uses her and let her, just, just letting God flow in the service and let the Holy Spirit flow. And I told her, you know, she doesn't put, doesn't put the Holy Spirit on a time clock, and 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 I, I just it was such a refreshing thing to be in that kind of a service. And then you know we have coming up, we have coming up on October the twenty second, uh, the fellowship with Doctor, with Pastor Doctor Jerome Allen Bell, and um, we're at Christian Praise Church. Um, and this is this is all up on our social media platforms. So that's October the twenty second at three p.m. And you don't want to miss that. And then on 26th and 27th, we've got Bridging the Gap. And Bridging the Gap is going to be quite um, the event. And and I just think that one thing about these events is you don't have to pay anything. These particular events that I'm, that I'm, that I'm mentioning to you now, you don't have to pay anything to get in there. So it's Bridging the Gap, a gathering of the priests and the Levites, um, Thursday and Friday, the 26th and the 27th at 7.30. And Dr. Martin and I, along with the fellowship band uh, and praise team, will be um, providing the, 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 the music, we call it, in the, in, the, in the world we call it the house band. <laughs> and yours truly actually will be sol- soloing um, at that event. So, We've got there are a lot of people on there. Uh, Chester Burke and Company, Robert E. Person, Sumner Person, Rustine Jackson and Grace, Christopher Randolph, Overseer Marvin and Co-Pastor Vita McCoy, Tyrone Snowden, um, Yours Truly, and the Fellowship Band. And then we've got, um, of course, Pastor Mentor is the pastor of First Rock Baptist Church, where it's being held. And then um, uh, we've got as worship leaders, we've got. Pastor Jamie McCrimmon, Winston Cheney, Ronette Harrison, and Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. Did you hear what I said? The worship leaders are Pastor Jamie McCrimmon, Winston Cheney, I call him Winston Mr. Radio, Ronette Harrison, and Pastor Jeremiah Murphy. Now, I'm just going to tell you, any one of them by themselves could set the house on fire. So you're going to have all of this for two nights. You truly, truly don't want to miss it. And then that's the 22nd, the 26th, the 27th, and then on the 28th, we're having, yours truly is having a uh, uh, having a concert, praise and worship, a musical praise and worship, and the theme is I Believe I Can Fly. Do you believe you can fly? You got to believe it. You got to see it. The song says if you see it. If you believe it and you can see it, 
then you can be it. That's basically what that song says. And so that's going to be Saturday, October the 28th. And um, it's, it's sponsored by Apostle Blossom Brackman, Eagle to Fire, which is a, is a Ginger on Sax affiliate. I got the audacity to have some affiliates. <laughs> I love it. Um, the worship leader is Pastor Mary Anderson. We have Psalmist uh, Minister Jana Freeman, uh, Psalmist Tyrone Snowden, Dr. Martin will be singing and playing, and yours truly will be singing and playing. And again, there's uh, uh, we will be doing a free will offering, but there's no um, there's no no charge to get into the venue, and that is going to be at New Hope Lutheran Church at um, 8575 Guilford Road, Columbia, Maryland. So, you know, I, again, you can go to all of our social media platforms, Ginger on Sacks or Martin O. Cornwell, and find um, find this information. And I, I do really do um, hope that, you know, you you all can come out um, to at least one, if not. Oh, I'd love to see you at all of them, but God is good. And, and, and if you can't make it, just, you know, send some prayers our way that, that we will be able to, to minister and reach out to God's people and do it in excellence. Um, so that that's that's what we got going on for October. I'll, I'll hit November up as we get a little further into October and let you know what we got going on in November. So look, um, I think it's time for um, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Now, I'm probably, you know, I always say this because it's so true. Because sometimes I say things and people be like, why did you say that? Well, talk to God. But look, I want to talk about, I want to talk about our children for just a minute. You know, when I was growing up, I can remember a little being a little girl. I had, there was, this is what I had. I had the fear of God, and I had the fear of mama and daddy. Now, I wasn't afraid of my parents because I knew that they loved me, but I respected them, and I had real good common sense to know there were just some things. Not only was I not going to do it, I wasn't going to speak that I was going to do it because in my little little teeny mind, in my little teeny development developmental stage, I somehow knew that if I spoke or did certain things, I would not be here at this stage of the game doing a pinch of ginger radio talk show. Um, just didn't do it, and 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 one of the reasons that we didn't do it um, had a lot to do with what they taught us and what they instilled in us. Now, one sibling was a little bit of a renegade and always pushed the envelope. And you're going to have that. But even in doing that, even in in pushing the envelope and being, being a renegade, that sibling knew what was right and what was wrong, because that's what was taught. So I'm not saying that, um, because I know I'm going to get some some comments about this. I'm not saying that there aren't instances where um, you, there's going to be a strong-willed child that's going to be a little renegade and go do what they want to do anyway, no matter what you're trying to teach them, no matter what you're trying to show them. This is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when I walk into the daycare and I hear some of the disrespectful things that the children are saying to the adult. And um, I hear a, a, a preschooler tell an adult that's supposed to be working with them and teaching them to shut up, and or I see them throw something across the room, or, or I go to the elementary school, because I go to the elementary schools uh, sometimes to do career day, and I'm just blown. I'm blown at some of the things that I see happen, even um, in the elementary school, I'm like, my child would not be able to walk home if I knew that my child was acting like this in school. And so I guess you say, now, what kind of point is she trying to make? My point is this. 
we have allowed things to get out of control with our children. Not only have we allowed things to get out of control, but the people that they spend almost all day long with have no control because of the way that the laws are designed. And so um, they have a, a hands-off approach. And I'm, I, I do believe that they should not be allowed to physically put their hands on the children, but I also believe that there should be some way to be able to discipline them when they are um, out of control. Because right now what we have is we have um, the tail wagging the dog because the teachers know that they can't uh, correct the children and the children know that the teachers can't correct them and it's a free-for-all. And so what happens is, is, is in some instances those children, the, the children that would not necessarily go in that direction are in that environment all day long. And you become like the people you hang around. So I guess my question is, what are we teaching um, our children at home? What are we instilling in them at home? And when people say to me, the children, these children are crazy. And, I, and here, here's, here's where I'm going to land, and this is what we need to pray about. What I always say is this, the children are crazy because the adults are crazy. They're a product of their environment. They're learning and mimicking what they see. And if they're not seeing it from the parents, they're seeing it on the television. So what are you letting your children watch on television? So... All I'm saying is that we have to design what we want our children's lives to look like, and I think that we need to do a little better job of it. I think that, um, you know, a younger group of people are having children at this point, and so you got the young folk raising, you got the babies raising the babies. And so some of us older folk, I'm not old, y'all, but some of us older folk need to step up to the plate and jump in there and just try to save our children. I didn't mean to get that far off on it, but it really is something that we need to think about and it's something that we need to learn on fixing, that we need to work on fixing and that we need to work on developing in our youth because we have some very intelligent, as I say, the millennials, just when they were born, they came here on another level, knowing some things that we need to figure out. And so God designed them for such a time as this. He designed them while they were in their mama's wombs. And so it's up to us to be able to lead and guide them so that they can use the tools that God placed in them to be able to flourish and, and, and live a life, of, um, a life of excellence and so that they can give back to the world for the ones that are coming up under them and so that they can look out for those of us that are going to be just a tad bit, already a tad bit older than them. And so let's pray for our children. Let's help our children. Let's love on our children. Let's stop calling them crazy. Let's stop calling them stupid. Let's stop calling them bad because we need to, we need to, give, we need to instill in them that they are loved, that they can do anything they want to do, that they can be anything they want to be, and help them and guide them and lead them. Amen. And that's the way I see it. So look, I wanna I wanna give a shout out. You know, I, I like the um the intro um that comes on at the beginning of the show and it talks about fifty plus the second half magazine and it, it says that it's for the baby boomers and you know what? It is. It is. 'Cause it's it's a it's a generation the music the music that the artists that are um, that are identified, that are interviewed, that are selected for the magazine, were the artists that the baby boomers grew up on, and so they have they have relatability to. And but it's not just for the baby boomers; it's for everybody. And you know, when I have when I hear my 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 twelve uh, year old grandson singing, "A Change Is Gonna Come," and 
and he sings all kind. He brings music to me like it's new music, and I'm looking at him and he's singing it, and I'm like, how do you know about that song? So I'm saying all I have to say, you know, it's cyclical. It's coming back. The music is coming back around. And 50 Plus, the second half magazine, showcases all of that music and more. So um, I'm just telling you, go to 50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check out the magazine. I, I promise you, you will be blessed. Amen. And, and look, if you, wanna, if, you want to, um, if you want to do an advertisement, um, for the talk show, um, there's a platform to do that as well. And so, um, you know, contact me and I'll put you in touch with who you need to talk with so that you can get your advertisement done um, during the show. So right now we're going to break. We're going to break for commercial and I'm going to come back and we're going to jump into tonight's topic. This is Bobby Keys, and when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just the name of you. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. This show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Now let's get back to the show. All right, now let's get back to the show. So listen, our, our topic tonight is prayer is meant to be answered. Prayer is meant to be answered. Do you know that your prayer is meant to be answered? Your prayer. Your prayer, my prayer is meant to be answered. You know, I, I, I work with an intercessory prayer team um, with Miracle Fellowship Christian Ministries. And, um, you know, there's, we have a central person, but we, we have a central person and all of us put in a prayer request and then we all pray about it. And so um, it's just phenomenal how many prayers, how many things God, how many things God has resolved um you know, that, that we put on the table to pray for. And I'm not, it has nothing to do with any of us. It has to do with God. You know, you, you have to be able to, um, you have to, you got to know how to talk to, you. well, I'm not going to say you got to know how to talk to God. You've got to talk to God because all of us talk to him in our own way. And that's one of the things about prayer. People sometimes make you feel like you, you know, when in church, make you feel like you've got to uh, be all super spiritual and deep in order to pray to God. But I just sit and have a conversation with him. I'm like, I said, look, daddy, father, you, you know, you know, you know, you got to fix this, right? Because you, in your word, you said you would fix it. And so, you know, you, you got to be able to find your way of talking to, to God and not some let, allow somebody to tell you, um, what that's supposed to look like for you. That's the very first thing. And and, and I also want to say this. Um, you know, I grew up in the Catholic Church. And the Catholic, there's nothing wrong with the Catholic Church. You know, there's, there's nothing. I, I'm not bad-mouthing the Catholic Church. All I want to say is this. So every, you can do this every day, but we always went on Saturdays just before Sunday. And we would go to the confessional, and we would go in, and we would tell our sins to the priest, and the priest would go to God for us, and he would give us our penance, you know, say five Hail Marys, or say ten of our fathers, or say 15 Apostles' Creed, or whatever it was that he gave us to say. So uh, my point is this. 
I want everybody who's listening to understand, if you don't already understand this, your your leader, your pastor, your bishop, your apostle, your your leader, um, it is your shepherd, and your shepherd is there to guide you and to teach you and to, but you do not have to go to your shepherd in order to get your prayers answered by God. You can go directly to God with prayer yourself. And one of the things that I see happen a lot is that people are led to believe that they have to um, they have to go to the leader, like what happens in the Catholic Church, before they can get a prayer through to God, before they can be forgiven by God, before they can. They, they, it's, it's like they don't realize they have a direct connection themselves so they can talk directly to the Father, have a conversation, and get their prayer answered. And don't think you're going to be sitting up there getting your prayers answered immediately because God doesn't always answer your prayers immediately. And you have to be specific when you pray because you don't, you don't want to ask for a wagon and you get a green wagon, and you wanted a red wagon. Well, you asked God for a wagon, so he gave you a wagon. Hello? So you have to be specific with your prayer. So just make sure that you understand that you have a direct line to God yourself. Amen? Amen. So... In Mark 9 and 23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. All things are, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So, you know, we're, we're talking about, we're in the gospel of Mark and we're we're right in the middle of a situation and it seems a little contradictory when you listen when you when you listen to what happens because you have a man whose son is possessed by the devil and he brings he brings his son to Jesus expecting Jesus to to heal him and in one breath he's saying to Jesus I brought him to you because I know that you can heal him but in the other breath he's questioning questioning Jesus's ability to actually be able to to heal his son and he says in verse 22, in response to Jesus asking him, Jesus said, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, and often he has thrown, talking about the demon, him thrown the boy both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, he's telling Jesus, but if you can do anything, please have compassion on us and help. Now, I, I just want you to get a, can you imagine what, what Jesus' face looked like? It's like somebody coming and saying, uh, I know you have a saxophone. I know you play. Uh, will you play a song for me? But can you play? Hello? And so it just all sounds kind of contradictory. I mean, I can hear, I can almost imagine what was going on in Jesus' mind. He probably said, if I can. If I can, you know about all these other miracles that, that I've worked. And then Jesus would not be, begin to say this. But I'm just saying, you you know about all these miracles that he's already worked, and you've asked him for help because you know he's worked all of these miracles, and you're asking him if he can, telling him to do it, asking him to do it, and then asking him can he do it. What you mean is if you can believe all things are possible, to him who believes. I cannot stress it enough. All things are possible to him who believes if you can believe. And so so as you can see what I'm just what I'm talking to you about. Jesus, he goes on and he casts out the demon and he heals the boy. But what's so interesting is the question that the disciples asked Jesus. Because in in verse fourteen, now we're still in Mark. Um we're in we're in Mark nine. In verse 14, the disciples were at the bottom of the mountain. I love this story. They were at the bottom of the mountain, and they were so busy arguing with the Jewish leaders that they couldn't utilize with God the tools that Jesus had already taught them. And so just like, who are you arguing with, and 
What are you arguing about? So I, I just want to know, what, who are you arguing with and what are you arguing about? What tools has he provided you that you're not using? Because he's given us all the same tools. We all have access to the word of God. It's just in how we utilize it. Right? So in verse 28, the disciples asked, why could we not cast it out? They couldn't cast the demon out. They're down there arguing amongst each other and arguing with the, the Jewish leaders. And, and Jesus, they've been traveling with Jesus. They've been traveling with him forever. They've been, they've been traveling with him. He's been teaching them. He, he's instilled in them all of what he has. But they still could not recognize that they had the ability to cast out the demons. And here's what Jesus told them. And I often have to say this when I'm traveling around and I'm some of the folk that I come up on, Father God in heaven, I keep saying, God, you can use everybody in every state because you use little old me, a wretch undone like me. But sometimes you'd be looking like, oh, Holy Ghost, help me. Father God, do you really mean for me to do this? So when they asked him, why could we not cast it out? Jesus said, this kind can only come out this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. People, you got to pray. So if Jesus said this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting, that means that when you pray and you fast, when you pray and you fast, that you get answers. So let's let's talk about three Let's talk about three of them. I got to watch my time here because I think I got more stuff than I got time. But that's okay because we're gonna work through this. So I want I want to I want to I want to share three simple lessons. And the first one is this: you have to expect your prayers to be answered. The second thing is you have to pray through. Third thing is you have to have confidence that your prayers will be answered. And you really, you really, you really should expect, so here we go with one, you really should expect your prayers to be answered. Because I think a lot of people don't understand that their prayers are meant to be answered. Right? I mean, why in the world would God ask us to pray? And you see it over and over and over again in his word. In Matthew 6 and 6 it says, but when you pray, he even tells us how to pray. When you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Woo, Lord, have mercy. You mean I can go in my prayer closet, close my door, and pray to, to God and pray to him? With nobody in there, nobody sees me, I ain't showing off for nobody, I ain't trying to show nobody how spiritually deep I, I am and, you know, all the big words that I can try to conjure up to say to him and how I can get, get all, uh, you know, some people have one voice when they're home and they have another voice when they go to their office, you know what I'm saying? But I can, I can use my, I can be me and use my home voice, I'll go up in my prayer closet and talk to God. But it says, you, I can do that. But he will answer my prayers and reward me openly in public. Woo, Lord, have mercy. He'll answer my prayers. So he tells me how to pray, and then he tells me he'll answer my prayers. Now, why would he do it openly and in public? Because that develops a testimony, and it develops a story, and it and it helps some other people because, you know, when he's answering my prayer, I'm bragging on him now, right? So people see it's like, oh, well, maybe I need to get into this praying thing. You're, you're a testament to how good God is. And then Mark 11:24 says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. The answer is so certain that we are told in his word to believe that it has already happened. I'm just reading the word because your prayer is meant, your prayer, your prayer is meant to be answered. I, I did the title, prayer is meant to be answered, but I want you to personalize it. You say, my prayer, my prayer 
is meant to be answered. Yes, Lord, it is. Mm-hmm. The answer is so, sometimes I just got to repeat stuff. The answer is so certain that we are told in his word to believe that it has already happened. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Every prayer that's based on the word of God and is offered in faith by someone who is in right relationship with God is answered. So let's just, you know, let's let's, 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 just back up for a second. So your prayer has to be based on the word of God, right? And you have to have faith and believe that it's going to be answered. And you have to be in right relationship with God. So if you've been praying and, and you've been going on and on and on and on and on and you ain't getting no answers, maybe you need to check and see if your prayer is based on the word of God, if it's offered in faith, um, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you have enough faith to believe that it's going to be done because you're praying to God and if you're in right relationship with God. Ask yourself those three questions. Jesus told his disciples, Jesus told his disciples in Luke 18.1 that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. In Luke 11.9 and 10 it says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. I'm telling you, your prayers are meant to be answered. Because he wouldn't tell you. He wouldn't tell you um, to ask. What, do you, what are you asking for? Are you asking for anything? Or are you only asking for things for yourself? <laughs> or are you only praying when you get in trouble because you know we need to have a prayer life in the good times I I said we need to store up the prayers we need to have a storeroom where we can just store up the prayers so when the bad time comes we we already and storing up the prayers is not so much for God it's for us so so when the hard time comes you know we we can pull on what we already have built up in us because remember we're praying because we have faith and and, and reassurance that God is going to answer us. And we're, we're, we're constantly developing more and more of a relationship with him. As You know, you sit and I sit and I talk to people. I don't have a relationship with people I don't know. I don't necessarily have, I, I mean, I may see you. I may know who you are. I may, we may speak in passing, but I don't know anything about you other than us just speaking in passing. I wouldn't necessarily call that a relationship. I don't know anything about you. I can't. I haven't sat down and had a conversation with you. I can't. You know. I don't know what you like to eat. I don't know what. So when it comes time for us to meet up and try to bond, we're we're having a. You know. People think we know each other and we gotta act like we no. You gotta build that relationship and praying and talking to God. Talking to God is praying. Talking to Him and praying. You're constantly developing that relationship. Ooh, Lord. I hope this is helping somebody because I'm. I'm getting a little bit excited over here. Now, listen, I do want to tell you, though, you know, if you want to, um, if you called in and you'd like to make a comment, um, just push one and the engineer will get you in on the line. Um, if, you, um, if you're listening on your device, your phone, or the computer, um, and you want to make a comment, you need to dial in 347-539-539. Five eight six seven three four seven five three nine five eight six seven and and push one and and the engineer will get you in and I again I just wanna I wanna thank the engineer she is just a blessing from God and I'm so glad that Fifty Plus added her to the team because she's been such a such an asset to the team and, and um, I just thank God for her and you know you don't know who you're gonna meet along the way where you're gonna meet them and what kind of relationships you're gonna develop in that process, and I just thank God for all of that. I just thank him for all of that. Okay, so now before I go to the next um, next point, lesson, bullet point, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break for a commercial. 
Hi, you're listening to the 50 Plus Radio Show, where the show is always so amazing. Sit back and relax and just enjoy the show. Now, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. Now, listen, I I just want to tell you that, um, so we've, we've talked about a few things here, right? I just want to tell you that too often we give up on the process. And we need to learn how to pray through our situations. And and through means getting to the end of it and being on the other side of the storm so that you can look back at it and, and you have that testimony that I made it through. Because at some point you just may need to have that to hold on to when the next storm comes. And we can sit up here and act like storms don't come. Storms come. And so we just have to be positioned when they come that we have everything in our arsenal that we need to get us through the storm. And so you're looking back on the storm. See, and sometimes, we, 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 like I said, we give up on the process because we don't want to be patient and wait and let God move in our lives. And you've just got to understand that you can't always have a microwave fix. And Daniel and Hannah are good examples of people in the Bible who prayed through. Daniel was perplexed over a vision he had received, and he fasted and prayed for 21 days. And he had to pray until God gave him the understanding that he sought. I said he had to pray until God gave him the understanding that he sought. So he prayed for 21 days. God gave him the understanding. God answered his prayer with the understanding that he was looking for. My, my, my. God answered his prayer with the understanding that he was looking for. In 1 Samuel, Hannah started weeping. She had a bitter soul, and she continued to pray until her face was no longer downcast. You know, I tell people all the time, don't be down there all depressed with your nose in the dirt. It's hard to breathe down there. Come up for air, get you some oxygen so that you can think a little clearer. And so when she left the temple, she had confidence that God had answered her request. Did that say God answered her prayer? When she left the temple, she was bitter and she was weeping with a bitter soul, and she continued to pray until her faith. She continued to pray until her face was no longer downcast. She could pick her head up. She could walk with pride. And when she left the temple, she had confidence that God had answered her request. Now, what I'm really excited about is Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. I'm gonna, and we're going to do 14 through 18. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. Praying, 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 it said praying, always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. We praying for all the saints, y'all. You know, we got to pray for all the ain'ts too. The saints and the ain'ts, right? And God has laid out the road map that we need to get us through. And I'm telling you again. Your prayers are meant to be answered. Prayer prayer is a mighty, 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 mighty weapon. But you have to have confidence. You've got to have confidence that your prayers will be answered. Now, this is important. If you're praying and you don't have belief that your prayers are going to be answered, it's worthless. Worthless. You might as well not pray. Don't waste your time. Don't waste God's time. We have to completely believe that God 
is who he has re- revealed himself to be. And there are times when our situations are so overwhelming that we can't, it's like we can't see any way out. But faith seems to slip. You know, it's like this faith just, just slips right out of, you know, it was so funny because today I had a situation. I mean, it's, it's, it's a situation. It's a situation. It is. It's a situation. And, and I can remember a time before when I would, um, I'm I'm a pretty calm person, but you know, externally I would be calm, but internally I'd be flipping. My stomach would be flipping. My mind would be on, oh my God, how is this going to happen? And oh, but today, 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 I said, you know what? I'm gonna turn this over to God. I don't know how this is gonna happen yet, but I know what's gonna happen. And the reason I know it's gonna happen. It's because I have a history with God, and he always makes a way. Now, let me say that about this about that. Because we know that God always makes a way does not mean that we get to go sit down, cross our legs, turn the TV on, and start pressing the remote. No, we still got to do our part. Because trust me, the situation that I'm trying to work my way through, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Don't quite see yet how it's going to get handled, but I know it's going to get handled because God takes care of me. But I'm doing my part. So just make sure, you know, I keep telling folks, there's a reason that there's acts in the Bible. When you're acting, you're doing something. You're not stationary. You're not still. You're not, you're not sitting around waiting for stuff to happen through osmosis, I guess is my point. Get up and... God takes, it says if you take one step, God will take two. So make sure you take in your one step. How many one steps do you want to take so that you can get, how many two steps do you want from God? How many two steps do you want? Ooh, I like that. That might be a topic. How many two steps do you want? So prayer without belief is worthless. You might as well not pray. We have to completely believe that God is who he has revealed himself to be. And and so, again, you know, sometimes we're just overwhelmed by situations and we, we let our faith slip. But if we can reach out, just reach out to Jesus. Because if he sees the smallest seed of faith, he will reward us. And when we pray, we have to play, pray with complete assurance that, that he's going to work in our lives. And the basis of our assurance is Jesus himself. Because I I can just, I can hear Jesus saying, look, I'm the one who was ridiculed by the Pharisees and the Sadducees for you. So why can't you see? They they attempted to minimize my purpose and my being. And and has, has anybody ever been minimized? Jesus said, I carried the blood-stained cross in the heat upon my beaten back. I have the nail prints in my hand, hands and the scar in my side. If I suffered and gave up my life for you so that you might have eternal life, why wouldn't I be willing to give you anything you ask of me? If you can have faith and believe that I died, I died on a Friday, and that I was buried, and that on that third day, which was Sunday, that I rose again and, and I sit at the right hand of our Father, and that we sit on high and we watch over you day and night, if you could receive me as your very own personal Savior and invite the Holy Spirit into your heart, and if you can pray, and if you can pray, tell me what it is that you want. Mm. Anything is possible in your life because you are my child, and your prayers are meant to be answered. See, I'm over here. I'm about to, I'm about to run around the room because I didn't got all excited. Because, you know, sometimes we just have to put ourselves on rewind and remind um, how powerful God is and what Jesus went through so that we can have what we need. If, if eternal life was the only thing on the list. Ooh, what else would I need? What else would we need? Eternal life? Eternal life. Eternal life. 
And so your prayers are meant to be answered. And, and you know, the flyer today, our flyer for this evening says, God's word has commanded us to pray. Prayer is meant to be answered. Otherwise, God would not ask us to pray. He won't, he won't waste your time and effort because he's too practical for that. He is interested in results. God is interested in results. Did you know that? Not just many words spoken in prayer. And that, that, was, that was penned by Miles Monroe, who, who was a master teacher. And, and so, you know, I just, I guess I just want to, you know, I, I want to say to people, put down the fear and pick up the faith and, 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 and I know, I know some, of, some folk have issues with R. Kelly, um, and that's okay. <laughs> because, you know, again, you know, I'm not condoning anything that he has done or has not done, but what I will remind some folk of is that God can use anybody in any state. It happened throughout the Bible. If you look at the people in the Bible, you will see that a lot of them had some jacked up situations and God still used them to minister to us even today through his word. And so, you know, we we have to get out of being so judgmental and um, learn to pray for people. Hello? But, and, I, and I said all of that to say, um, if he never writes another song, I believe I can fly. Um, it's such a song of encouragement, and, and it's such a timeless song. I don't care if the world flips upside down and comes back. The lyrics to that song will still be um, encouragement. And, and it just basically says, if you can see it, then you can do it. Right? If you believe it, you can achieve it. What what you going to do with that? And so all God's word is saying is God designed us to praise and worship, and he designed us to pray. And he designed, he designed it so that he would answer our prayers. And, you know, sometimes I'll say, God told me such and such and such, and somebody will say to me, well, how do you know it was God? And I'll tell them when the day comes that God speaks to you, you'll understand why I knew it was God. That's the only way I know to answer that. Because I have a relationship and I have a prayer life and, and I talk to him on a daily basis and and, and and I lean on him. I got some folk around me I might do a little leaning on, but not like I lean on God. Because I know that I can I can I know that I can trust him. I know that he's there for me. I know that when I if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm got something on my mind, I know I can talk to God about it. And I feel a little bit better about it after I finish talking to him because I know that he's going to answer my prayer and he's going to make that thing that I'm wrestling with be okay. You know, and then sometimes we got to, we have to have a relationship with God. We have to have conversations with God on a regular basis just to deal with some of the people that are around us. Some of us have some situations that we wish we could be outside of, but we can't, we, we can't get outside of them. We could, but it wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't resolve the issue. And so we need we need to be able to pray our way through just so that we don't be acting crazy like the folk around us. You know, some folk try to make you act crazy. They try to pull you out of character. But when you can say, Oh no, oh no God, I'm not you didn't put too much in me. You didn't brought me too far. I'm not going backwards and I'm not going down that street. I'm just gonna let them act crazy all by themselves. And so, you know, you can you can pray to God while the madness is happening, right in the midst of the madness. And it, it may not settle them, but it'll settle you. And sometimes when people hear you praying, they're not going to mess with you. They're not going to mess with you. Because they really do have a certain amount of reverence for God. So just remember that your prayers are meant to be answered. That is really a very important thing to remember. And so very quickly, because I'm, I'm, my time is running out here, um, I, here's what I want to tell you. I want God's word calls us to pray, okay? Um, 
I'm sorry. I just want to give this to you real quick. I'm having a little technical situation over here. Give me one second. So God's word, um, maybe some notes here, calls us to pray, right? Jesus prayed regularly. Jesus pray, Jesus prayed regularly. Now, let me ask you, if Jesus had to pray, what makes us think that we don't have to pray? And one of the reasons that that Jesus prayed was so that he could be an example. So he he was trying to be an example that we could learn from. And there are all kinds of examples in the Bible where Jesus prayed, but we don't have time to go through those tonight. Prayer is how we communicate with God, and it allows us to worship and praise him. And it allows us to present our requests to him. Hmm. Prayer allows us to participate in God's work. God don't need our help, but it allows us to participate in his work. Prayer gives us power over evil. (laughs) Hallelujah. Prayer is always available. It doesn't matter. I tell my grandson, he says, I can't pray in school. I said, you most certainly can. You may not be able to pray out loud in school, but you can play, you can pray you can pray to God without opening your mouth. Hello. Prayer keeps us humble before God. Prayer grants us the privilege of experiencing God, and because we experience Him, it increases our faith from season to season. From I don't want to say crisis, but from issue to issue. Which means that answer prayer is a potential witness. Which means you can, because you God has brought you through the storm, you can now be a testament to somebody else that's getting ready to go through a storm and say, look, God brought me through this, so I know he'll bring you through this because you're his child too. Prayer strengthens the bonds between believers. Hello? Prayer can succeed where other means have failed. Well, over here, I'm going to the prayer first. I'm, I'm, I'm praying first. And prayer fulfills emotional needs. Oh, my. And so I just want to, I just want to, I can't impress or stress enough. I just, I just want you to understand that prayer has many reasons. It has its reasons, and there are many of them. And so we just need to develop a prayer life or increase our prayer life, and we can watch things just turn around in our lives. We we find a kind of peace that you can't even be, begin to explain. And, 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 and we know God is with us. We can just feel his presence no matter what we're doing, because we've got this prayer life and we've got this conversation. We talk to him, and sometimes we don't even realize we're holding a conversation with him just through the course of the day because we've gotten so close and bonded to him in our prayer lives that he, 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 we know his presence is there. We, we are part of him anyway, but we recognize the fact that that part of us is there. Amen. So, look, I, you know, I, I just want you to know one more time that your prayer is meant to be, your prayer is meant to be answered. It's meant to be answered. So let's, let's start, let's get the prayer, let's get the prayer going on, y'all. Let's get the prayer going on. So I just want to, you know, I want to thank you all for listening again tonight. I pray, I pray that I said something that helps someone um, that's listening I want to thank 50 Plus The Second Half Magazine again for being our sponsor. And, um, you know, I want you all, like I said, to pray for them and, and, and ask God to allow them to fulfill the vision that he's placed on them. And, and so, um, you know, hit me on social media. Hit me on Facebook. Everything is at Ginger on Sacks, Ginger on Sacks, and Martin O. Cornwell. And um, until next Tuesday, every Tuesday at 7 p.m., a Pinch of Ginger Radio talk show. Until we meet up next week, I want you to stay blessed.
Tonight's show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Thank you for stopping by. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. All right.